You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of News Talk 770. Welcome back to The Strong Room presented by Macmillan Estate Planning. Today we're featuring a story of philanthropy in action and leaving a meaningful legacy in life. It is the story of Martin Parnell's quest to make a difference in the lives of children through the power of sport. Martin's fundraising feats included the mind-boggling attempt to run 250 marathons in one year at the age of 55. So the planning started in June of 2009 and the very very first marathon we started at 9am on January the 1st, 2010 in Cochrane and it was minus 32 degrees. At this point, (laughs) are you believing you can do this? Uh, Okay, so so no, absolutely not. And and one thing I've kind of taken on board ever since, and I'll talk more about it, is is, uh, when you do fundraising, it is important to get the imagination of people. And I think part of the the fascination is, well, will this person fail? I hate to say it, but that's kind of a consideration. So, so any quest or event I've, I've picked then and since then, it has to have a 50-50 chance of failure. So there has to be, and no matter what planning I could do, I did a lot of planning for the, mar- for the 250 marathons, but there has to be a, a, a chance, a 50-50 in my mind, of failure. And of course, you know, trying to run 250 marathons in one year, many things can happen. Sickness, injury, accident, whatever. So the attitude is, well, let's just see what happens. Let's give it a go. And so the, the first marathon on January the 1st, um, we ran with a, gr- with a group of people from Cochrane. A lot of my running friends came out. The mayor of Cochrane came out. The media came out. And we did the first one in five and a half hours. So one down, uh, 249 to go. And gosh, it was a long year. Herb, a long year, a lot of uh, injuries, a lot of yeah, things happened. Yeah. What would have allowed you to persevere through that? Well, I think what for me what it was, it was definitely uh, driven by the commitment I made to the children. So I made a commitment to try my best uh, and and do these marathons and raise the two hundred fifty thousand dollars. You know, frankly, it wasn't it wasn't a need I had to do it. I really didn't need to have to get up every morning, and whether it's rain or shine or you know, minus 30 and do a marathon. Uh, you know, it's something that I don't have to do for sure. But because I made the commitment to the kids, I felt I've got to stick to my word here as much as I can. And in fact, you know, things went well for the first month and a half to the middle of February. I'd done 30 marathons and, you know, I felt good. But then one marathon, I had this, uh, this kind of pain in my left leg. I kept going. I finished it. The next marathon, I'm at a school. I, I run my leg is starting to swell up and um, I had to walk the final half. And that was it. The next day I couldn't even move. So I went to see the doctor and they diagnosed a repetitive strain injury on the leg. So I'm just gutted. You know, I'd opened my big mouth. I said I would do the 250 and I've done 30 and it looks like the whole thing is, has come to an end. And I mean, what happened there was I had to rest for two weeks. And remember those 12 days I had spare days? Gone. So I've, all my spare days have gone. And I thought, well, what am I going to do? And I, and I thought, well, maybe I can walk a marathon. So I started walking at the middle of, uh, end of February marathons. And at least with running, you generate some heat. But walking, 
I mean, I should have done these marathons in San Diego or Sydney, Australia. Like to do it in Cochrane in a winter is just nuts. It's just, I mean, I was, it was, it was, it was more minus days than plus days in terms of the temperature when I went out. But anyway, managed to get walking and finally walked eight marathons. Legs started to feel a bit better and started running again. But I mean, every day uh, I had to make a decision. Can I actually get outside? And it was a yes or a no. And if I could, then I thought, well, look, at least if I can walk it, I can get it done. You know, worst case scenario. So that's what drove me. That's what drove me was the commitment I made to the children. And was it that commitment then that would have motivated you for these other difficult quests that lay ahead? Well, absolutely. It was, you know, I managed, and after a year on December the 31st, uh, that was marathon number 250. And we, you know, I managed to get through them with the help of many, many people. My wife, I had a team around me who helped me with the website, with the promotion, with the donations, obviously right to play. I had a medical team that was helping me. So many, many people, uh, many donations. And in fact, um, at the end of the year, we were at 208,000. And I was kind of happy, but sad, happy I'd done the marathons, but sad we hadn't reached our figure. But by the middle of January, we hit the 250,000. And by March the 1st, we hit 320,000. And so, you know, in terms of the quest, that was kind of meant to be it. Like for me, that was a, a huge effort. Everyone had helped out and we were successful in reaching our goal. But then what happened is right to play said, Martin, would you like to go to Benin in West Africa and visit the children that we had fundraised for. And I, of course I said, absolutely. So in June of 2011, flew to Benin, the poorest, one of the poorest countries in Africa. And I spent time with the children at their schools and played the games, you know, took part in the programs. And again, was just blown away at the difference it made with these children. And so to be honest, it sort of um, reinvigorated me and I flew back to, to, you know, to Calgary and Cochrane. And I walked in the door and said, you know, Sue, I have an idea. And she thought, oh, oh what, you know, what you, and that's where the quest for kids came up, the 10 quests uh, in five, five years. And then that's really what I've been doing since then to the end of 2014. And yeah, absolutely. I mean, that one, w w the idea was to do these 10 quests in five years to try and raise a million dollars. You know, again, a, a huge goal, no idea how we were going to do it other than the first quest was done. But the drive was, we can make a difference here. We can all make a difference. So the other nine quests involved um, five Guinness World Records for the longest games of netball and soccer and lacrosse and the biggest game of hockey. And again, huge participation. We had lots of kids, lots of people involved. Um, climbing Kilimanjaro, Mount Kilimanjaro um, uh, in 21 hours. And in fact, last year we raised money for a little playground for the for a kindergarten school just outside of uh, Kilimanjaro. Uh, but the one that really kind of struck home for me was um, running uh, a thousand kilometers around the coast of England. And this was around the coast. This is the Southwest Coast Path. And it goes around Devon and Cornwall. I'm from Devon originally. And as a, as a lad, I'm the eldest of six children. And mum and dad would take us to the beaches and we would build sandcastles and have picnics on the beaches in Devon. And to run this coast, uh, the coast of Devon and Cornwall, um, was just a huge, it was tough because the pathway's been smashed up due to big storms. And this was in 2013. But to come to these... Uh, locations, these beaches where as a kid, 
we would have such wonderful memories was extremely, extremely meaningful to me. And the other thing that was very important was uh, I got a lot of, I'm a Rotarian in Cochrane, but I belong to the Rotary Club of Cochrane. But I have a friend in England who is a district governor of one of the districts in Cornwall, and he organized Rotarians to meet me every night. So every night I would be met by a Rotarian, I'd stay with them. And so again, just just getting people together for a common goal. And particularly for me running um, and going along the coastline in England was was hugely emotional. Uh, just seeing these places I had been to as a kid and bringing back memories of mum and dad and, and spending time with my brothers and sisters. So this journey has been kind of fascinating and, and very um, spiritual for me as I've done a number of these uh, quests. And as Martin Parnell continues his quest to make a difference in the lives of children, he invites you to join him two weeks from today to help raise money for a most worthy cause. I am having my seventh annual Run Walk uh, event in Cochrane on December the 31st. And what we do there is uh, we run a, mar- there's a marathon, a half marathon, um, a 10K, a 5K and a 2K cooking ru- a cookie run. And basically, we meet at the Spray Lake Sports Center uh, during the day, and we run 2K loops. So we just run down the, the pathway along the river and back. And there's, there's just one aid station in the sports center, but you can visit as many times as you want. And we've got coffee and hot chocolate and cookies. And so this year, we're fundraising for uh, sports activities for a girls' school in Afghanistan, and so that's what we're focusing on this year. Um, and it's registrations on the day and it's all by donation. So, so December 31st um, at the Spray Lake Sports Center in Cochrane, just come along, you know, between nine and nine and three, do one loop, do, do 20 loops, entirely up to you. But it's, it's a, again, it's a way of getting involved of, of, and, you know, giving something back. At the end of my book, I kind of end with a bit of a call to action. I say, um, you know, in life, you don't have to do a lot, but you, but you got to do something. And so just look at ways of getting involved and, uh, and giving forward, you know, you know, doing something to help others. And so this would be, I'd love to see lots of people out, family, kids, everyone come on out. Martin Parnell is the author of the book, Running to the Edge. It describes how he overcame the greatest challenge of his life. And Martin will tell that story when he joins us at the same time next week. My thanks to Macmillan Estate Planning for presenting a story that helps define the true spirit of philanthropy and leaving a legacy for generations to come. This is The Strong Room.